This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Pitch to Chad, a fastball, and he strokes it dead center. On the run, Lagares at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder picks the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias. Well, the A's were able to take advantage of some Rangers slips in a 3-1 to victory. Let's check in with Ken Korak. Ken, hi. Hey. Hey, Jess. What's up? Oh, you know, just living the dream. Uh, you know, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a theme of maturation going on and evening itself out with some of these A's pitchers. James Caprillion had a shaky first inning giving up some hits, but smoothed it out as those frames went by. What were your thoughts on how he did and how he was able to recenter after the first? Well, it's a great point because single and a double, now that's second and third and one out, and you buckle down, he struck out Garcia, and then uh, Laureano made a good play on Tavares' ball to finish off the inning, and that really kind of propelled him. Um, he got a good play by Murphy behind the plate on the caught ceiling of Smith to finish off the second, and so James is pitching well. It's the best that he's, he's thrown this year, and, you know, two hits and no runs in five innings. He did throw a lot of pitches. He threw 90, but... Uh, he set the tone for the A's, and the A's overall, as I know you agree, Jess, they, they pitched awfully well tonight and some clutch pitching. Neither team was sterling with runners in scoring position, but, uh, yeah, Caprillion was good for sure. Yeah, and talking about the bullpen, you know, Domingo Acevedo coming in, ice in his veins, taking care of it in a tough situation, and then Zach Jackson to finish it off. The bullpen's been very up and down throughout the season, but they were pretty clutch tonight. Well, and especially Acevedo made the maybe the biggest pitch of the game when he got the 6-3 double play on Culberson in the sixth inning. And at that point, I mean, it's really amazing how effective he's been. Right-handed hitters after that at-bat by Culberson were 15 for 102 against Acevedo this year. Or so, And Sam Mall has been a revelation. He's just yes. been sensational, kind of an unsung guy. I'm not sure that many people around the league know how how good he is, but again, today, inning in a third, he was lights out. I want to be the person to say I had Sam Mull as one of my all-star selections, so there were people talking positives about him, um, so I'm glad you mentioned him there. You're right. He's just been sensational out of the bullpen. The sixth inning, Ken, was really fun to watch. The A's were able to take advantage of some of these you know, back-to-back walks, and that's when you want to start off an inning that way. Sean Murphy comes to the dish walked another player they were taking advantage of it what can you say about these guys taking advantage of some of these mistakes made by the rangers defense well you have to make them pay for the wildness too that's the first thing and the three straight walks they just didn't give in so the approach was was good by those three guys by machine and lariano and murphy working those walks 
Jess, as you said, and then they got a little bit of a break on Brown's ball that was pretty well hit, although it was it was booted over at first by Nathaniel Lowe. But, you know, sack flies, I think, show that situational hitting, um, it shows some real, you know, team play. I think kind of giving yourself up to make sure you put the ball in play. So I'm a big fan of sack flies, and I know Mark Hotze is as well, and the A's had two of those tonight. Yeah, and, you know, before I let you go, I just want to know, what have you been impressed with as far as Sean Murphy goes? He started off the season, I want to say there was a little bit extra pressure on him having a star-studded last couple of seasons, but he was on base multiple times tonight. Obviously, his power showing, and he's actually a feared hitter, which is kind of something we love to see. 333 this month, right? So he's he's been great. He's been one of the best hitters in baseball in July. And we were all surprised. And, you know, we've been conditioned not to make much of what happens in spring training. He looked, but he just looked great in the spring. So I was shocked that he was, he was under 200 just for quite a while after the season began. So it's been a long road back just to get to where he is now, which is 241. But he's, he's just been... And I, I've said many times, he's an elite player on both sides of the ball. And it's not that easy to, to hit when the rest of the guys around you aren't hitting that well. But the A's have picked up the pace offensively, Jess. I, I think it's helped him. I think it's helped Lariano and, and Brown. And Pender has picked up his pace. So uh, this run the A's are on right now is the best they've played all year. And, and Murphy has been the centerpiece. Definitely. They they won three in a row, and I love seeing that Sean Murphy is evening himself out, being one of the best game planners in the game, and then evening that out with the balance of production at the plate. So things you yep. love to see. Ken, thanks for joining. Yes. And should we do this again tomorrow, perhaps? We do it after the game. You'll have Mr. Catronio on the pregame, but I'll definitely visit with you after the game. Sounds good. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Jess. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to the A's Clubhouse show. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. Tons more to go over. A's win three to one over the Rangers. Lots and lots and lots to talk about. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. The A's are back and you won't want to miss this epic matchup. The A's host the Giants in the Bay Bridge Series presented by Gilead Sciences at the Coliseum August 6th and 7th. 3-2 runner goes, swing and a miss. And down goes Estrada and the Giants in the 7th. Catch some summer vibes and get your tickets to see the Athletics take on the Giants at the Coliseum. Pack your sunscreen and shades and bring your friends or family out to the ballpark for the Bay Bridge Series. Tickets are selling quickly. Get your tickets today at athletics.com slash tickets. This is A's Clubhouse. Fitz Catronio is joined by Zach Jackson. Had himself a game out of the bullpen. Vince... Give me the 411, how Zach did. A's make it three in a row. They beat the Rangers tonight by the final of three to one. Second big league save for the right hander, Zach Jackson, who came on tonight in a game that was kind of a little wobbly, but then a one, two, three, ninth. And the thing I like, Zach, is you went out there and you attacked and you threw a lot of strikes. I know this has been a, a, a journey and a, and a learning process. Just 
as you stood out there tonight knowing what was on the line, being able to focus on that, is that what we're seeing more of now from Zach, just trusting I've got good stuff and I can attack hitters? Yeah, exactly. I think that a lot of times I've ended up in trouble this year. It's usually doing a lot of damage to myself, walking guys, you know, getting behind in counts. And, uh, you know, lately I've just said, you know what, if they hit it, they hit it. But, you know, I, I can't afford to give up any free bags. So just doing that, trusting Murph. Murph knows these hitters so well. He's reading them all game. So for me, you know, it's just really putting my trust in my defense and Murph and just kind of seeing what happens. Beginning of the season, as you were coming out and you were having success, a lot of it was throwing that hard breaky ball, but a chase breaky ball in the dirt. And then guys saw it and maybe began to lay off of that and force you to try to throw some strikes like tonight, the first batter, 3-2 breaking ball for, for a strike. How much progress is that for Zach Jackson? Yeah, it's huge. You know, I think that's something that, you know, me and Murph are always bouncing back and forth trying to feel each other out back there. And, you know, it was something Duran's a really good fastball hitter. Uh, he had seen nothing but him. So I figured, you know, if anything, he's, you know, probably going to be hacking up there. So for me, it was just making sure that I wasn't going to give him anything too easy to hit and, you know, got him taken. How have you handled the challenge of slowing things down batter to batter? Uh, yeah, I think it just comes with experience. I don't, I don't really think it's anything that, you know, a piece of advice has helped with or anything, but I think just getting out there every time, um, you know, as many outings as a reliever has, you have plenty of opportunities to get out there and get comfortable. So I think that's been it more than anything, is just getting used to the speed of the game and letting it come to me. It wasn't just you tonight. And cap goes five, and then the rest of the guys come out. Acevedo does a nice job, gets the win. Sam comes in as he does, throwing that 7,000 RPM slide or whatever the heck that thing is. And, just tell me what the what it's been like, guys coming together, trusting together, learning together, and growing together in that bullpen. Yeah, we got a good group of guys down there. I feel like we're really close. You know, obviously having a guy like Ace, who you know it feels like he's out there throwing every day, um, consistently going out there with good stuff. You know, Moles being unhittable to lefties, but it's everybody just knowing their role, picking each other up. You know, and I feel like that's something that we got a lot of trust in each other. If we come out of the game with runners on, you know, we have full faith in whoever's coming in. I think that's, you know, a, a big key for going out there and trusting everybody. And finally, Zach, I know this is a process and it's still going to take some time. There's going to be adjustments, whether you're in the big leagues one more week or 10 more years. It's always going to be kind of the, the, the give and take each side. But what have you learned and what are you taking forward, hoping for in the second half for yourself out there on the mound? Yeah, I think, I think for just the whole team in general, I think it's just everybody kind of – baseball's a lot more fun. You're winning, and, you know, that's probably the biggest thing I've learned is wins are not easy up here no matter who's starting, you know, anything. So I think, you know, for me, it's just being able to keep contributing. You know, if their clutch innings, go out there, give us what I can, hopefully a scoreless inning, and, you know, hopefully pull out some more wins in the second half. Well done. Thank you, Zach. All right, thank you. Zach Jackson joining us tonight. A's victorious by the final of 3-1. to one. We'll send it back to Cody and Jessica. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. Hey, Vince. Uh, thanks so much for that. Yeah, I was so impressed with the, with how Zach did coming out of the bullpen. And Cody, the one name that keeps getting brought up is Sean Murphy. And that's obviously more than just what he's doing behind the plate. In my opinion, best game planner in the game. I have to be reminded constantly that he's still not too far from move, removed from being a rookie. And he's able to find the chemistry. Talk about his hot girl July, I like to call it. Hot girl summer happening for him. Dominating at the plate, 333 this month. Uh, and a guy who hits for power, finally finding the average. He's a feared hitter when he approaches the plate. I agree. And I remember watching him in spring training and just seeing the power off the bat. The, the, the swing looked smooth. He looked refined. It looked like he was refreshed and ready to come into the season. And then he had the walls to start out the beginning of the year, as a lot of the A's players did. And now they've won three in a row, which is only the second time since middle of May that this has happened. So 
Murph has been a big reason for why the A's offense has been so good in July. Seth Brown has been very good in the month of July. Also in his last, like, I think it's the last 11 games, he's doing very, very well. Uh, he was go- hitting over 300 coming into into tonight in his last five, I think it was last 10 games. So he included his hit tonight. His batting average is probably still right around there. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with a lot of the guys in the lineup. I mean, I know they only had six hits. And usually when the A's, here's a stat for you, when the A's hit, have eight or more hits, they are, where do I have it at here? Uh... I'm, I'm losing my own stats. But when the A's have uh, eight or more hits, I, I'm losing it. But it's a really impressive number when they get eight or more hits. Their record is, is good. So uh, another good win tonight. The bullpen was awesome. Uh, Sam Maul is the most underrated pitcher on the A's yeah. uh, roster right now. Comes in, gets his 10th hold. The the 1.78 ERA is impressive. His slider, I know they mentioned it during the game, but I have the numbers right here. The, his num- The numbers on his slider – Hitters coming into tonight, we're hitting 125 versus slider. That's uh, eight for tw- eight for 64 with 25 strikeouts. Uh, that's impressive. Zach Jackson's second career save. He also leads the American League and holds with 19. I remember I bring that, brought up to you during the Ace Total Access pregame show, and I think it was even before we went on the air. So bullpen great again. Acevedo has been awesome ever since his rough yes. start. An all-around great team win for the A's as they picked up their third straight win on, uh, and maybe going for the sleep tomorrow against Texas. Um, I want to talk about Acevedo real quick. Only Robert Costas knows how much I love his warm-up song. It's like a romantic, beautiful, yeah, I don't even know, a Spanish lullaby, beautiful song. I brought it up to him the other day. I was like, man, like, why is that your song? Cody, he said he was praying and promised God that if he got his MLB ticket, he would use that as his warm-up song. And so now that's his song. Uh, I now I gotta remember what it is. Um, I'm sure I'll hear it. I'll, again. I'll send it to you. It's 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 beautiful. It, it's it, definitely not a song you expect from a so guy a guy coming out of the bullpen. So you're telling me it's not going to take over like El Michonne with uh, Sergio Romo last year? No, I think he's just going to constantly use that. It's very yeah. It was it yeah. I know Sergio Romo used that as kind of a joke and it stuck. But you know, how about we take a phone call? I know. Lucas on the line. He's from Australia. I believe he's leaving the Coliseum right now. We kind of, I think we kind of met him yesterday. Lucas, how's it going? Hello, Jessica. Hi. Yes, I saw you um, in the treehouse yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I've uh, really enjoyed your work with the minor league stuff this year. Oh, thank you. No worries. Um, yeah. Did, did and you I have don't fun tonight? Oh, it's a great night. It's uh, getting cold for us and our feet, but yeah, uh-huh. we've we've bought a blanket and we've got all the hats, so we're we're good now. <laughs> so I'm glad you but got yeah, the bucket uh, hats. You're are you still you're still there at the Coliseum right now? Yeah, we're just waiting in the car park for it to clear out a little bit oh, so okay. we can get into That's the traffic. Smart. Baller move. And uh, yeah, the last couple of nights have been great. We've won three of the four we've been at, so I don't know what to say. It must be the Australian connection that's get, getting it done. I feel like, yeah, the spirit of Liam Hendricks looms through you. And since we're three out of four, since the, you're there, you're not, you're not allowed to leave Lucas. You have to stay forever. Yeah. That's what Chris said last night. If we'd won again tonight, we'd uh, have to start talking. Uh-huh. My only disappointment is I had a, uh, a foul ball stolen out of my hands from the guy behind no. me. Okay. Lucas, yeah, we'll figure I'll, it out. I'll, are you going to the game it was tomorrow? He's coming right to me and he stuck his hat out. Uh, are you going to the game tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we'll be here again tomorrow afternoon and then for two of the Houston games. 
Okay, we'll try to track you down and bring you a baseball because I, I can imagine that happens a lot. What was your favorite moment on the night besides getting that really dope bucket hat? Well, the, the bucket hats are good. Um, it, what was... Oh, I'd have to be... Um, I think... What, I forgot which inning it was, but when we walked all those batters, or they walked all the Six batters... Inning, yeah. Yeah, that, that was probably my favorite overall inning for it. It was just, just watching them fall apart and just making our night a bit better. Good. I'm so glad. And I really appreciate you going. And I and I, I love that you came to the Treehouse yesterday. I know Townie was so excited to see you bring some hardware. Um, but yeah, and actually we're we're looking at it now. My my producer just said it's really hard to pick a favorite moment from tonight. So we totally are, are glad that you zoned in on one. There was a lot to choose from. And actually, did you see Absolutely. our ball? Yeah. Did you see our ball boy, Jonathan, making a, or is it Johnny? He made a diving catch. He just made Sports Center on Twitter for his yeah, diving was, uh, catch. Yeah, in very foul good catch from the ball boy. Yeah. yeah he's, he's probably my MVP on the night. We'll, we'll have to do a replay here in a little bit but lucas thank you so much for calling Absolutely. in um if you see us tomorrow track us down and, and say hi yep no worries have a good one thanks have a good night guys you too thanks for calling in lucas it's 833-625-2278 cody and i are going to take a quick break as a's clubhouse show continues we have so much to go over y'all but it's the best thing. A's have won three in a three in a row. So much to celebrate. We'll be back in a bit. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than the Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash info. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone, together. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA.
Here's the one-two pitch on the way. Hit foul down the right side. And a great diving catch by the ball boy down there. Give that man a contract. Awesome play. That's the play of the day. I think that's Sean uh, Dobbin down there making the catch. Is it? Sinking line drive, just stayed with it. Diving backhanded play, and fans love it. He's got the hoodie on, he's got the helmet. Fans love it. This is A's Clubhouse. So, Cody, my phone goes off, and you text me saying, Johnny Falbum, hero of the game. Let's just, we heard it. And if you guys are on Twitter, not only did the A's tweet it out, but this, but SportsCenter tweeted it out as well. The way that he, it was like an old school, like fall ball. I'm wearing a hoodie underneath my helmet because I'm freezing. That played into it. This play was just, I forget about the game parts of it because there was just so much going on. But that guy, that was beautiful. I put that uh, as on the, my leaderboard of outs above average uh, catches. That's a five-star catch. That Johnny was able to pull off on the down on the uh, right right field territory there, right by the bullpen. I saw I did say someone say I if I was an ace fan, I'd be mad that he made that play because what if that ball hits one of the Rangers relievers and then he can't come pitching again? I'm like, no, who cares? That was a great play. Now he's on Sports Center. It's a if you remember baseball tonight, it would, it would be considered a web gem, which I don't know if they really do anymore because baseball tonight's not really a thing on ESPN anymore. That's why I'm. You can goodness. still use the term web gem. It's 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 allowed. Thank goodness we have MLB Network uh, to get us through with all of our baseball highlights with quick pitch and everything. So, great catch by Johnny. This is like a, what, what uh, a half inning after Josh Smith makes a great uh, sliding catch in uh, uh, left field foul territory, and Nick Allen scored to make it 3-1. So, it was just a back-to-back great defensive plays in a half inning. Uh, you can't be more impressed if you're at the Coliseum tonight to see defensive gems like that uh, in such a short span. Um, and, and the thing about that, that was interesting though, the, the Josh Smith play, it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And he's very lucky. A lot of the guys love all that foul territory at the Coliseum, but you have to admit like that kind of, that added a run onto it. Nick Allen was able to tag up and score. So that's tough. Should he have let it go? Maybe like if you're on the Ranger side, despite the do, 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 do you let him go? Because that could added a, a run to it yeah i see where i get where you're coming from with that and i guess it's a it's a devil's advocate kind of thing because what happens if he doesn't make that play then the next pitch it's a um a two-run homer so yeah that could be that could be something and then you're down by an additional run but either way you gotta if you can make that play you make that play I i'm pretty sure if we saw uh v machine or anyone else try to make that play they try to do it i mean back before matt chapman would lay out all over the field Derek jeter would have went into the stands um, I think if you can make the play, you make it. And but I get where you're come. I I get the question. It's one of those. I guess you could say you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Um, right. Kind of situations. Well, and it reminded me of, of Chris Davis's injury and in, on his side when he when they were playing at PNC Park and he dove for a ball, not really dove for it, but ran to the side. And that oblique injury that lasted for over a year and a half. That kind of. Him- I would say sorry. Like that kind of like derailed his career a little bit I mean because he had all those home runs in April May then he had that that injury in Pittsburgh and his career never was the same again and this is after hitting 40 home runs three straight years and uh for all the things he did and then one play kind of changes everything it's just it's similar to like 
I don't, it wasn't from a defensive level. When Matt Chapman had the hip injury, you saw much how bad his swing yeah. looked, and he just didn't look the same. It's plays like that happen, but you know Josh Smith was able to stick in the game, and and but you know the run scored. And if this was last night, that would have been crucial because the same thing happened last night. Stephen Vote makes it makes yeah. it a five one game, and then here come the Rangers again, and AJ Puck was able to close it out for his first career save. So we saw tonight, but didn't get that far as Jack, Zach Jackson got a second save of the year. Yeah, and it's it's interesting with all that foul territory. I know Jonah Heim, but not not Heim, um, but there's a play in foul territory, and I'm so used to the Coliseum where some of these outs are kind of given away in certain aspects. Any other place, that's in the stands, and it's something that I know the third basemen are very spoiled with. Josh Donaldson did a beautiful job in some of those areas, making plays that always knew where the tarp was. Donaldson did. Uh, we're going to take another call. We have Aaron from Humboldt County. Aaron, how's it going? It's going good. Can y'all hear me up there? I can hear you. Hello? Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, good. Awesome. Well, I'm just pumped. The A's have won three in a row. Uh, I want to echo the last caller. A uh, big fan of your minor league coverage, especially. Really want to know if the A's make a big move. Uh, coming up who you think that could mean we see uh, after that I don't know if the trade deadline is gonna move Frankie Montas or anyone like that but I really want to know who you think that would lead us to seeing but my big question really for you and Cody right now three in a row is awesome did the A's win three in a row or are other teams losing them I'm fighting blackberry bushes up here and listening on the radio and four walks and then a hit is pretty cool but like are they uh, beating teams or are teams losing to Oakland right now? What's going on? It's an interesting question. So I, I know in the pregame segment with Ken Korak, I mentioned the A's were taking advantage of some of these errors that were made by the Rangers. And you know what I was thinking to myself was at the end of the day, these are all major league baseball players and they all make these errors. They all make mistakes. If you look at, you know, Matt Chapman, a platinum glove award winner, he made errors. He made mistakes. Some of those mistakes do cost games. And I mean, you look at the Orioles, they were on a winning streak and that doesn't mean that they got lucky. They, they really do have a solid team with Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini and their pitching has been strong and their bullpen is not being talked about enough. And the Mariners, I mean, they were on a winning streak too. And despite them in the past, not being able to win some ball games, win streaks are legit. I will say that I'm not saying our three game win streak means let's go crazy, you know, all of that stuff. But I will say the Rangers do know how to put on. A, they definitely have a solid roster as far as, you know, from the start to the beginning. And Marcus Simeon's batting way better than he was at the beginning. I know for a fact that Rangers fans were quite upset with him heading into the season after signing that huge contract. Now he's batting lead off. Um, his power showing Corey Seager, same thing. He's a guy I would never want to pitch to Jonah Heim, former A's guy, definitely batting for average and making a case for himself at the catcher position, which wasn't the case at the beginning. So they're a solid team, you know, and I don't want to take that away from him. The Detroit Tigers, you can make the argument either way. Let's be honest. I remember I was telling Cody heading into the game, LB network research packet said, these are the two worst offenses going up against each other. And, Numbers don't lie in that aspect. So I want to give credit where credit is due. I think that they're giving the opportunities at the plate. Yes, there were errors involved, but you cannot ignore what Domingo Acevedo did in that situation with runners on ice in his veins to come off of it. Probably the most important aspect of the game, which goes to show that that 
not only was he taking advantage of it, but he could have easily lost it at that point. And then Zach Jackson to come out and shove James Kaprilian, evening himself out after that first inning, giving up some hits. I'm going to go ahead and give this one to the A's. Last night was really close. And I feel like even if there's errors and they're giving us stuff, if you win a, a one run game, you got to be happy with that. You got to be happy with that because that's a close game. And anyone that comes away with that one's a good one with four walks in the eighth. The question to me is, it's like I play MLB The Show, and I never walk. I always strike out. I either strike out or I hit the ball or I foul out because I'm chasing something I shouldn't be hitting. It's like MLB players that walk, it's hard for me to know if that's the pitcher melting down. The prior call said maybe they were kind of melting down. But part of me is also really loving that the players are not just hacking at the ball right there trying to to win and just letting the game come to them. Like that's a win, right? Yeah. Right. And I was, I actually talked to Kotze in post uh, game availability about that yesterday. Like the guys weren't striking out a lot yesterday, especially if you looked up in the scorebook from what Cole Irvin was dealing with as far as striking out those eight guys compared to what the A's were doing. And I asked Kotze, you know, despite all of that, has plate discipline been something that y'all are working on? He's like, yeah, we didn't walk a lot, but we also didn't strike out a lot. And you want to call the money ball thing where the ace fans and the front office love a guy who gets on base place plate discipline. I mean, you guys know how obsessed that I am with Joey Votto like that. That's the reason why, I mean, he hasn't taken his team to a world series necessarily, but you know, getting on base some I've, I've, I've talked to so many coaches. They don't care how you get on base. Just get on base. Like look at Mark, uh, Mark Canna from last season. The guy was a walking target. He got on base. He got hit by a pitch every other time. So you can always say, sure, the guy's melting down as far as the pitcher's concerned. But in this case, especially with a lot of young guys on that roster, plate discipline is something that they're very proud of. And I mean, I've never played MLB the show, so I don't really know all of that stuff. But I think when you're playing a video game, you're going to want to, you know, chicks dig the long ball. Sure. But so do video games, right? You're going to want to play MLB the show and hit the, you know, what out of the ball. Yeah. Who do we look for coming up uh, out of the minors? If we make a big trade, I really appreciate all your work. I'm going to take the rest off the phone. Appreciate y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no, actually Cody and I were talking about it earlier. We, us personally, we actually mentioned Christian Pache. The guy's doing phenomenal in the PCL right now. I don't think he's necessarily lifted by the PCL at the moment. So I think he needed to kind of become recentered and get those good at bats at the plate. And at the end of the day, I think once he finds himself, I've talked to Shay or Sheldon Noisy about it before. And you want to simplify it as much as possible. I really think Christian Pache was so overwhelmed and distracted by everything up here because he was part of that Matt Olson trade. And he was this like flashy player on social media and he kind of needed to reunify himself again. So I think once he's brought back up, that would be great. Obviously we want to see Shay Langliers. Um, I think we might have to wait a little bit longer for that. Um, but he's definitely a guy that we are anticipating. He was MVP in the, in the, in the futures game. So those two guys are off of my, off the top of my head. What about you, Cody? Uh, I'll, I'll give my guys. Then I have a couple points from the caller talking about uh, the A's are run, one run games and Marcus Simeon and our teams losing to the A's or the A's winning games. Um, you mentioned Langoliers. He went over four tonight for Vegas uh, in their loss to round rock. Why are you going to make me look bad? I'm, not, I'm just saying uh, Pache still doing well. He, he went over four, but he's hitting 298. So that's a lot better than the batting average he had in Oakland. And I got so tired of hearing about, well, he hits the ball hard. Well, so does Seth Brown, but Seth Brown actually has a decent batting average. 
So there's a big difference. Um, yeah. Kevin Smith, who I know a lot of people want to see back because he's one of the big pieces of the Matt Chapman trade, he's hitting 191 in Vegas. That's not good. A lot of the guys yeah. that I want to see uh, currently aren't anywhere close to being in the major leagues, like Tyler Soderstrom, a Max Muncie. Uh, Jonah Bride is close to being back. Uh, our own Alex Jensen from the Stockton Ports tweeted that he went one th- one for three tonight with two walks in his second rehab game with the Ports. So Jonah is working his way back to coming back to the A's. Uh, he's one guy I'd like to see. All the pitchers. Uh, I totally spaced on Jonah Bride, and I genuinely love him, so I feel bad about that. But, yeah, thanks, Cody, for that. Uh, yeah, of course. Adrian Martinez uh, is someone I want to see come back. Zach Logue. Uh, Jared Koenig, who was actually the fastest working pitcher on the in the A's rotation, if you look at pitch tempo in baseball. Savon, I mentioned that earlier when we were talking about Cole Irvin. Those are some of the guys. Now, back to some of the points the caller brought up. I play, I do play MLB the show. I don't walk ever. I just like to hit home runs, and I swing for. I use the power swing every single time. As you should, it's a video game. You're not trying to get on base by walks. The A's, are, the A's have the third fewest walks in Major League Baseball, so they are a true three true outcome team. Not really, because they don't hit a lot of home runs, and they're in the middle half of the league in strikeouts. And like I said, they're in the bottom third. Actually, they're third worst in walks this year. They're eight and sixteen in one-run games. Marcus Simeon is actually hitting two seventy since the beginning of May. If you don't include tonight, he has thirteen home runs and thirty-eight RBI. So he's playing a lot better. And those are just some of the the observations I've noticed with some of the the points that the caller brought up. It's it's just the A's are winning games because if you look at Texas, they're flawed. I mean, their their pitching rotation is not good. Matt Bush has now started his fifth game as a reliever. They're 0-5 in the games that he starts. I know it goes an inning, but they're 0-5. And Taylor Hearn is just not doing – he's not producing the way they thought he would after they acquired him from the Pirates in the Kona Kelly trade a few years ago. Uh, he's It's just not working out for them. They got Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter in their minor league system, but Jack Leiter's struggling this year. So maybe the Vandy boys will be able to bring them back. But they're 37-35 and 35 versus every team that's not – uh, the Rangers, or not the Astros and Marlins. Uh, Mariners, sorry, Astros and Mariners. They're 37 and 35 versus everyone else, but they're, they've lost 16 of 21 to the Astros and Mariners. So they are just, a, 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 like, just an average team when it comes to playing everyone else. We knew they weren't going to be great, so they, that what their, their record is who they are. So I'm not mm-hmm. – the A's are winning these games. They're not losing these the, – the Rangers aren't losing these games. The A's are winning these games with the way they've been playing Love the that. last few games. Cody, you are the best wingman for the A's right now, and I appreciate you. Um, And I think we are all flawed, Cody Elias. That's what makes this beautiful. We are going to pause for station identification. A's cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. I forget how quickly that goes by. Um, So we have... Mark Kotze, A's manager, discussing the the game, the three and one win, and I have to think he's in really good spirits right now. Take a listen. Oh, light crew! Whoa! Yeah. Jeez. Especially for you because uh, yesterday you didn't have any. I had a huge crew yesterday. Everybody stuck in the elevator. So what was the, uh, just the impact of the sequence in the six where Acevedo was able to get out of the, uh, the bases loaded jam there? And what was the sequence? So uh, Acevedo bringing him in there, um, you know, I got my matchup. I, I kind of wanted or figured I might get uh, if they pinch hit with Colberson. And, uh, you know, for Domingo there, um, 
it's a, it's a big moment in the game, and uh, he's had success in those moments of late. He's got a lot of confidence. He's pitching with that. And uh, basically, when he came in, I just said, hey, go ahead and get me a double play here. So, um, you know, it was a good, good pitch, uh, sliders down and away, and, uh, you know, ended up uh, rolling him into a double play. Then, uh, uh, if you can kind of walk through Mole's outing, too. Uh, first of all, being able to get Seeger, but then also sticking with him uh, to face the right-hander in this, uh, with Smith coming up after that. Yeah, you know, Sammy's been throwing the ball great. Um, you know, his slider is, is a wipeout slider, and, and it's got a ton of break. Um, confident with him right now against right-handed hitters uh, with the sinker-slider combo. Um, you know, staying with him there uh, against Tavares and uh, and Heim. You know, if Heim beats us with a homer there, you tip your cap. Um, but Smith behind Heim, uh, that was the biggest, probably the bigger at bat there because, uh, you know, the hit there uh, ends up changing maybe the game and the score, obviously. But, uh, you know, for me, um, you know, Sammy's been doing a great job and I've got full confidence in him uh, and he came through. Just how did Caprillion look to you after kind of the extended rest? There? Yeah, extended rest. I thought Cap threw the ball great. I think he had 14 or more swing and misses, um, which is a big, <clears throat> big positive. It's what you know we're building on. Um, and uh, you know, pitch count was up. He had a lot of three ball counts early in the game that probably you know obviously led to that. Some foul balls. Um, they worked some good counts. Um, so after five with 90 and, and the extended rest. Um, you know, he did his job tonight. I, I felt it was great for, for him in, in terms of confidence as, as well. You know, no, no runs, five innings of work. And, uh, you know, really happy to see him go out. And I think he had four punch and maybe two walks. So. Yeah, you have been talking about the importance of good at-bats, even if you don't get hits. Was that the case in that inning where you got three walks in a row and then scratch up some runs there? Yeah, it definitely was. You know, um, the guys were patient. Um, Santana. You know, got in some trouble uh, with his command there in that inning. We took advantage of it, and it led to an inning where we, we, we got some runs. So uh, important, you know, guys are trying to stay within themselves, stay in the zone, and feed off each other. And, uh, and that was a, a good example of, of them doing that, uh, and, and hopefully that continues. Uh, how do you describe just the way the team has, has come out out of the All-Star break, um, especially to be playing this well at home, uh, just after the momentum that you guys carried into the All-Star break as well? Yeah, you know, I, I did feel like we played better baseball leading into the break. Um, you know, you always worry after a, a, a three-day break how a team's going to come out. And, um, you know, right now I, I feel like we're playing good baseball, uh, good clean baseball. And the bats, as, as you talk about, uh, have been better uh, collectively. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that's led to, to some of our success right now. Yep. Uh, did Trevino's performance at all have anything to do with Jackson going out there for the ninth today? Nothing at all. Lou's thrown two days straight. Um, Lou is down today. And, uh, you know, Jackson uh, being being available, um, you know, even though he threw yesterday, uh, you know, it was back-to-back uh, -back days for Jackson. And, uh, you know, we saw a, a Jackson that threw strikes tonight, pounded the zone. Um, and that was, that was an impressive uh, outing on his part. All right. Thanks, guys. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. The A's win 3-1 versus the Rangers. We'll come back. We'll take some of your calls. I see some. We have some calls on the line. 
Uh, we'll take some calls when we get back on the A's Clubhouse Show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. August 6th is International Trading Card Day and Tops wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Topps products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with at Topps. Visit Topps.com for more information. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Innovation, it's at the heart of Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants. Or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. Pinder, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up, and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer. He scores Jed Lowry, and the A's are back ahead 5-3. to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way, and that swung on in. Fluked on the infield. Nick Allen in his short right there. Second baseman is there. He makes the catch. Zach Jackson takes care of the Rangers one Two, three in the ninth. The A's have won three straight. They've taken the first two games of the series and the final A's three, Rangers one. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. And the number is 833-625-2278. Cody Elias and Jessica Kleinschman here on A's on the A's Clubhouse show. A's 3-1 win. Zach Jackson second career save for the Oakland A's. The A's now improve to, wait for it, 9-38 and 38 when they do not hit a home run. So oh. that record is improving this year for the A's because that's something that they relied on so much last year 
with the the old band that was here with Chapman and Olsen. So they're when they don't hit a home run, it's not great, but they're getting better at it this year. They've won three in a row, and that, that's all you can ask for. So let's go out to the phone lines. We got Jeff on the Mendocino Coast. I love it there. Jeff, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm doing uh, pretty good, Jessica and Cody, and I'm really glad that you all are on tonight. I hope that you uh, get opportunities throughout the year to visit occasionally again and uh, give us updates from the minor league perspective. I do have to do a quick shout-out since I'm from Mendocino to that guy in Humboldt cutting uh, blackberry bushes uh, after dark. The only cutting that I know uh, going on this late is the other product, and uh, it's probably blackberry kush, so I'm uh, glad that we're going to have a good harvest this fall. Uh, but to get out of the weeds, um, back to the ball game, uh, yeah, the percentage of the winning percentage since the All-Star break is 750. That's a real number, people. And the A's have notoriously, I'll put it that way, done better in the second half. Uh, so, you know, you, you hear these stories where there's a streak. In fact, you even let in after the break talking about a streak. Uh, interestingly enough, and, and, you know, with the Mariners, they were flat at the beginning of the year. Look at where they are now. So I feel like you should never count anyone out. I mentioned it to Townie the other night about it takes time for people who are new working with each other to gel and get the chemistry going. And I think that with the rest that they had during the All-Star break and good representation from the team down there in L.A., that uh, hopefully, you know, we can keep this going and things can turn around and uh, uh, the momentum, which is a really important aspect of the game, can keep going in this direction. And, you know, the A's have surprised us time and again. A lot of people will count them out, and then there they are, if nothing else, being spoilers for people like the Yankees. Hey, spank the Yanks, if nothing else. So even if the – I was telling Tony the other night, even if you're not finding veins of gold, look for the nuggets. And there's definitely been some nuggets even up to this point. So I hope that uh, that's where it goes. And uh, especially to Jessica, a couple weeks ago on CBS uh, Sunday morning, there was a segment about a young lady, I believe she was in Baltimore, and she made Melanie a sign Newman. to... Yes, yes. She's one of my best and, friends. And uh, so you saw that, and it was very encouraging. And then for the first time in my life, oh, well, for the audience's sake, she wrote a sign uh, to the broadcaster there who's a woman, at the major league level, hey, you need some help in the booth. And it was a beautiful story. I hope people look it up. On that same vein, um, a league of their own, I'd never seen it till last night. It was on AMC, and I finally got to see it. And people that have been suppressed and, um, you know, throughout history, minorities, and we see people that really are as talented as anyone else for really lame reasons being put down. And I feel like the athletics have suffered that as a team uh, to a great extent over the years. They've quite often been treated as underdogs. And then guess what? Surprise. <laughs> so 750 winning percentage ain't too shabby. If that momentum keeps up and, and uh, you get some encouragement, look what happened with – even in like the the movie version of uh, League of Their Own, it looked like when the war ended and the guys came back, they were going to shut them down. And some people had the guts and intestinal fortitude to keep it going. So, you know, my feeling is never give up. Just keep, you know, out there, grind away. And someday things will change when you least expect it and you you just never know. So don't give up and uh, let's go A's. Let's go. Thanks Let's for the call, go, Jeff. Is.
<laughs> Thanks for calling in. Yeah, Melanie Newman has actually been on the pregame show before. So she's a friend of the show. Um, that was an amazing call. I loved that. Yeah. Um, that... Should we should we take the other caller? Yeah, you mean Jonathan at the Coliseum leaving the game? Let's go to Jonathan. Hi, guys. Hey, Jonathan, I how are you? Say that I'm good. I have to say I think the theme of tonight is perseverance. Uh, this was probably the game uh, to this point of the season that uh, meant the most. Uh, I was coming in off an eight-game losing streak uh, and hadn't won since April the 18th, the home opener with the Orioles. So uh, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and I thought the, the play of the game was – Seth Brown's big hit in the sixth after they couldn't cash in in the fifth and then the Rangers threatened in the top of the sixth. Every time the A's didn't score first, I lost. So waiting for that big timely hit uh, and finally getting it, I just thought when, when we got that, you know, we, we can do this. And lo and behold, uh, you know, despite Simeon's hit, you know, we, we got the sack fly, the pinder that loom large, and then, of course, Machine in the seventh and uh i was really proud of caprillion tonight pitched a great game and even when he struggled the defense picked him up bullpen uh held the line tonight uh just everything was the way it should be and uh i haven't been able to enjoy too many of these this year i'm three and eight uh but to finally get the monkey off my back and 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 get a win uh <laughs> It, it was great and uh, loved the energy, loved the, the, the ball boy uh, with those couple of plays. That's awesome that he made Sports Center. And uh, what's my reward for, for finally snapping the streak? I get the Astros on Monday night. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But uh, it, n n nice to see the team finally come together and let's see if they can make a little, a little run here in the second half. I agree. And thanks for calling, Jonathan. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Hey, congrats on winning several, a few games in a row. Let's take on one of the best teams in baseball. But you know what I will say? I, I could only imagine the Astros might say, maybe, perhaps, the A's could be a thorn in their side every now and then. Do you think so, Cody? Uh, the I think personally, and uh... – I mean, some fans know this. They they know how I feel about the Astros. Um, I personally think that the Astros are the best team in baseball. Um, I know the Dodgers are playing well, and the Yankees lost to the Orioles tonight. John Carlos Santon did play because of rest um, when the All-Star break was just here. And I know he played in a game, but that's not the point. I think Houston's the best team. Um, and I, I remember, what was that, like eight years ago, the A's went 17-2 versus Houston when they were awful. Not mm -hmm. saying that's what's going to happen to the A's this year because they've already won three games versus Houston. They're 3-6. and six. Uh, I think they could if they keep playing the way they are. They're ten and nine in July after being five and twenty-one in June. So it's a good turnaround. They have a positive run differential this month. So um, things are looking up for the A's. And James Caprillion pitched very well tonight. And I know we have some sound from Cap that we'll get to next. But I also want to talk about why, for once, I actually think it was the right decision to take him out of the game. Ooh, love that. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Uh, just like Cody said, we're going to take a break right now. But when the A's Clubhouse show returns, we are going to hear from starting pitcher James Caprillion. Like sports, business is about winning. 
championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. August 6th is International Trading Card Day, and Tops wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Tops products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with TOPS. Visit TOPS.com for more information. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Innovation is at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect to Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet. Not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message video, phone, together. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Hey, I got a question for you. You hate bending over to put on your shoes. Wish you should just put them on standing or sitting without ever having to touch them. If so, then I have the shoe for you. Introducing new hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins. With new Skechers Slip-Ins, you just step in and off you go. You don't even need to lace up. So how do Skechers Slip-Ins work? Well, there's a special smooth comfort pillow in the heel that helps your foot slide right into place. So just step in them and go. Find new hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins for the whole family at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. 
Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. score in the pitch and he swings and bloops one into center and a long run Lariano coming on he's there goes into a slide and he makes the catch good play by Ramon angling towards Gallo right center and he robs Taveras of a hit and the Rangers have two runs so Caprillion keeps Texas off the board with the A's coming up in the bottom half you're listening to the A's clubhouse show James Caprillion struck out four and five innings, giving up two hits and two walks. Here's what he had to say in the clubhouse following the three to one win over the Rangers. Yeah, uh, team one, which is most important. You know, three is a streak, so uh, we got an opportunity to sweep them tomorrow, and uh, we need to take advantage of that. So we're on a we're on a good start to the second half. And, Still things to improve on, but uh, I like what I see out of the team, and just got to keep it going. What is it that you've seen that you like? Guys have talked about maybe just um, things coming together a little bit more. Yeah, for me, guys are picking each other up. Um, you know, for example, Domingo coming in, getting those outs uh, when, when, when Kirby had, you know, unfortunately left a couple guys on, and, and that's how you win ball games. I mean, that could have easily gone the other way, and and it didn't. Um, you know, every single one of those guys have done a good job of picking each other up, and it's the same thing on offense. You know, guys have, have really been swinging it well and making adjustments, and um, when one person necessarily hasn't got the job up, you know, maybe the next guy stepped up to the plate and, and picked us up, and uh, it's a team game for a reason. It's how we win ball games, so it's good to see. What did you feel like the extra rest did for you, if anything? Just out there feeling different? days left? Nothing really. Uh, I'm still making adjustments, so time to analyze a little bit. Uh, For you, just um, in terms of the second half, what are you kind of trying to, I guess, where are you trying to be at um, in the second half uh, that you kind of want to improve on from the first half? Just continue to, I mean, give the team a chance to win. Um, plain and simple, you know, my job is to put up zeros and go as deep as I can in the game and, um, you know, not walking guys, first pitch strikes, obviously strikeouts are great, um, but it's the small things like, you know, first pitch strikes and not walking guys, that's going to, that's going to, you know, help those numbers out. So um, most important thing is winning ball games. Um, so today's a good step in that direction. 
Mark just mentioned uh, the swing and misses being kind of a positive thing. Uh, are you, did you know that? I'm just doing Yeah, it's absolutely positive. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more my, like myself. I like to think I'm a strikeout pitcher, and this year I haven't quite shown that. Uh, relied on the defense quite a bit this year, so to get some swing and miss. And, um, it's definitely good to see. All good. Thanks, Cap. Thanks, James. That was James Caprillion. So he said he's still making adjustments, but Cody, he only went five innings. So why was this the right move to pull him? Uh, if you pay attention, which I know you do, but not, maybe not everyone does, uh, Cap struggled to get through eighty, get through fifth, the five innings. He had 80 pitches going into the fifth, and he had a kind of a fast fifth inning to get through 90, and then he was done. If you go over his last six starts, which I kept hearing everyone talk about, I was listening to Tom Verducci on the – FS1 broadcast, but he kept talking about how great Cap's been his last six starts, which he has been good. But he's averaging 85 pitches per game, and I guess he's just still not built up yet coming off the injury, which, I, I, okay, that's fine, um, and I get it, but he's he'll get he'll get there eventually. He did retire the leadoff hitter all five times every inning, which is pretty impressive. He topped out at 95 miles an hour. 14 swings and misses, that's you know pretty pretty impressive. First start all year, he hasn't allowed an earned run. You mentioned the four strikeouts and two walks. But coming into the game, hitters coming in were hitting 381 versus Cap on pitches 75 to 100 on the season. And hitters in their third plate appearance versus Cap in 2022 were hitting 359 and they had four home runs. So we hear about the third time through the order, guys over 75 to 80 pitches and how they do, where we know Cole Irvin only had 84 last night and he was taken out after seven, seven plus. Cap went five. I think it was the right move to pull him because he already had 90 pitches. He hasn't really broke. I don't think he's broke 100 pitches yet this year. Um, he's had a couple high 90s. You br- you took him out. You had the right guys coming out of the bullpen and Acevedo and Maul and Jackson uh, and Kirby Seen who came in after him who struggled a little bit, but the rest of the guys kind of shut it down. I think it was the right move because of the numbers coming through the third time through the order and uh, the pitch count. I know people hate hearing that because it doesn't make sense with a lot of guys, but I think in this instance it actually worked in the ace favor for them to pull cap out with the, uh, the high batting averages with his pitches over 75 in his uh, third time through the order. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I know for what yesterday, Kotze was making some comments when he pulled Cole Irvin. And it was the first time I've heard Kotze say, yeah, we really heard it behind the dugout. And these are people booing him and saying WTF and all this other stuff. Like, why are you pulling him and everything like that? And, you know, he was happy with his decision. And you mentioned the pitch count. Kotze is very smart and paying attention to the pitch count. And I know that because every time we've asked him about the pitch count, he said it was something that we need to be paying attention to. Yeah, especially with Cap coming off the injury to start the year, you kind of have to be cognizant of where he is. I mean, I know he's been pitching since uh, well, his first start of the year was May 1st. His most pitches he's thrown in a game, all the most pitches he's thrown in the start this year, was actually his second start against the Twins where he went five and two-thirds and threw 99 pitches. So he hasn't broke 100 yet this year. But the 90 tonight, the A's win, that's all that matters. And you got to be impressed because he's pitched very well lately. He's, he's even cut down his home runs. I think over his last six starts, he's allowed three home runs. But, you know, he's allowed 10. He allowed 10 prior to those six starts. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a step in the right direction for Cap and hopefully for the A's going because their pitching staff has been, you know, awesome with Frankie and Cole Irvin and Paul Blackburn, who we're going to see tomorrow against Martin Perez. But uh, to see Cap pitch well, then the revolving door of who's the A's fifth starter was Zach Logue and Adrian Martinez and – uh, Jared Koenig and 
Uh, Adam Aller, who might pitch this uh, series against Houston, uh, who knows? Maybe he is. But uh, it's, I'm glad to see that the top four guys are pitching well, and uh, maybe we can see that consistency out of the fifth uh, spot in the rotation. But it's, uh, it's time to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. We mentioned the A's tonight with a 3-1 win over the Rangers, now 35-62. and The Rangers have the third-worst record in baseball um, since June 29th. Only the Angels – who have lost five straight, and the Nationals, who are 2-17 and 17 since June 29th, have Ooh. worse records than the Texas Rangers since June 29th. The Guardians took game one of their doubleheader, uh, 7-4. They lost against the White Sox. They lost game two, 5-4 to the, to the White Sox. The Astros took down the Mariners 3-1. The Mariners' 14-game winning streak was cool. Now they've lost two straight. Verlander was hitting 99 in his start. He's 39 years old. We could talk about him for a whole postgame show like we did last week. For how great he's been. The Blue Jays, 4-1 win over the Red Sox. I told you about this earlier. Coming into today, the Red Sox allowed 55 runs over the last three games. 12.5% of their runs this year have come in the last three games that they've allowed all year coming into today. That's not good uh, if you're a Boston man. I think they're 3-12 and 12 over their last 15, so they're, they're kind of struggling and falling behind in the, in the wild card race. So Cubs, 6-2 over the Phillies. Nick Castellanos had a really heated uh, post-game exchange. I... I if you guys want to check it out, look it up. Look it up on Twitter. It was very definitely in- look it up because it makes me feel better as um, when I head when I get in the scrum. Yeah, there was very testy Nick Castellanos after the game. Uh, Twins take down Detroit eight four. Cardinals six three over the Reds. Marlins, you know better. Get, Pirates one nothing over the Marlins. Uh, yay! Orioles over the Yankees six three. As I mentioned, no John Carlos Stanton. He sat out because of. Load management, a.k.a. rest. Uh, Padres beat the Mets again, 2-1. Blake Snell pitched very well. Chris Bassett did strike out, I believe, uh, struck out 11 in the start for the Mets. Royals, 6-3 over the the Rays. Brewers, 9-4 over the Rockies. Dodgers take down the Giants yet again, 4-2, and everyone's complaining from the Giants' side about a bad third call, third strike call at the end of the game. You still lost. Don't wait until the ninth inning to win. Uh, Braves take down the Angels. They stink right now. They've lost five in a row. The Braves have won. Again, they're only a half game out of first place in the NL East. Uh, are the Mets going to choke again? We'll see. 7-2, the Braves win. And the D-backs, 7-2 over the Nationals, are now 2-17 and since June 29th. That's not good, and they might not have Juan Soto after August 2nd. So we'll see what happens the rest of the way with the Washington Nationals. It's now, to see, it's now time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building, building and remodeling needs, learn more at Ashby Lumber. Dot com, dot com. Tomorrow, Ace Total Access with, well, Jess and I at 12.07 uh, with Vince Catronio and Ken Korak. Vince will be joining us in the first segment. We'll have two segments of Paul Blackburn with Chris Townsend from the Treehouse on Friday, all about the All-Star Game. Great interview. Uh, Paulie Winday is a great um, talker, yapper, and uh, he gives really concise answers. So you, I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy that. A view from the press box with Vince Catronio and Martin Gallegos. And Ken Korak with Tommy Edwards, the ace hitting coach. That's all coming up at 12.07, ace total access on ace cast and the ace radio network in a 107 first pitch, ace Rangers, the finale of the series from the Coliseum. Jess, we did it yet again. We have we one did. more tomorrow. Uh, it won't be going till 10.30 at night. We'll hopefully, let's see, tomorrow the game, 12.07, one. So maybe we'll be done by 5.30 tomorrow. And uh, we don't got our put that way. out in the universe. I don't know. I feel like this was like what the first three hour plus game in quite a while. It feels like 
Yeah, like that Red Sox twenty-eight to five win again or loss to the Blue Jays. Uh, sorry, I should say Blue Jays twenty-eight to five win over the Red Sox. Uh, that game took like three hours and forty-nine minutes. That's impressive. With That's not bad. Thirty-three yeah. runs scored. And it only took three, almost a little under four hours. There was a proposal in the game. I should ask you, what did you think of that? Why, why, why are you upsetting me? Why 20, are you upsetting me? Down twenty-five to three, you're proposing in a game, like or whatever the score. Twenty-five to three, you're at, you're asking someone to marry you, and you're a Red Sox fan. I mean, read For the room, those- man. For those of you who don't know, I despise a public ballpark marriage proposal. I despise it more when it's on a jumbotron. But they were the first people in the history of 28 to 3 games to propose that. I mean, congrats. I don't know. I just, you know how I feel about them. I like them. I wanted to sneak it in because we didn't get a chance to talk about it on uh, Ace Total Access. Why would you end on a bad note like that? The A's just won, man. Wait, well, I, That's I get... called a winning streak. It has happened before. There, there you go. There's <laughs> a way to bring it back in the positive way. The A's win 3-1. Jess and I will be back for Ace Total Access tomorrow at 12.07, 1.07 first pitch. Everyone enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. Jess, you enjoy your Saturday night as well. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Who knows? It's Saturday night. Um, And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow at 12.07 right here on AceCast and the A's Radio Network. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their barrier locations and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and joy. August 6th is International Trading Card Day and Topps wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Topps products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with at Topps. Visit Topps.com for more information. Ah, hitting the road with the family. 
on your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad, you know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out of tune singing, and a zillion are we there yet? And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Raleigh sets up outside, it's on the way, and it's hit the deep left, right down the line. If it's fair, it's got a chance, and it is gone. Elvis has tied it up. Swung on and belted, deep left field. Solak takes a look, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A bomb over the out-of-town scoreboard jumps the A's ahead 2-0. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre- and post-game for every game. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew it by him at 95, and Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.